Hello. Hello, and welcome to the High Crimes Podcast. I am Kelly, and she is Jenna. <laughs> Jazz hands. Jazz hands. Welcome to our usual every other week <laughs> Sunday recording. Man, you know what, guys? So sorry we had to skip last week. I'm not sorry. It, um, we had a bit of a clusterfuck of events that went on. And to be quite honest, um, truly, 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 we love you guys. We love doing this podcast. It would have just been a little too much with everything that we had going on to do research, to do our stories, to, to take the time out to record. Yeah. It just, everything right now is in an upheaval. Would you like to tell them why? Yes. So, <laughs> rewind back to our last episode. <laughs> we were taking apart the house for pest control to come in. Fumigation. And we did that. We got the house ready, and I got an email from the office on that day saying that um, our... Our work order had been placed on hold, and I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> it took me five days. So I called the office, and um, it had been put on hold because that same mother effing day, yep. they were doing uh, air filter checks and air air conditioner maintenance to you know pre preventative measures blah 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 getting ready for the summer well you know, the the, the bug guy needed the key somebody told him that they don't have the keys we weren't home so therefore the bug guy was like well i can't go in and treat because you guys don't have the keys and the tenant isn't home right. sorry i keep hitting the microphone um i talk with my hands <laughs> we both do let's and be um so we had to wait another week. So I got a call from our dear friend um, in the office yeah. and he was like, hey, I'm really sorry. Like, there's really nothing we can do. The bug guy won't come out again until at least Monday. So mind you, they were supposed to come on Wednesday. Wednesday. Mm -hmm. So that's almost six days. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I was like, look, dude. I can't even sleep in my house. I don't have access to my food. I don't have access to my toiletries. Right. I was like, my house is unusable. There's no way that I can make it work. And the kids were there that week. Mm -hmm. And um, I was like, there's no way I can make it work with four people in this house. Right. And um, he he offered to have maintenance come in and help us put, us, put everything back. And I was like, no. No. <laughs> Because, because it took me five mother right. freaking days to tear apart this apartment right, and get it ready for the pest control people. So she texts me. I'm at work. And she texted me to say, okay, well, they're going to come on Monday. And um, so we're going to have to put everything back and take it all out again in two weeks. And I, what was or my in, response? No, on in five days. Yeah. Oh, in five days. Yeah. And what was my response? Hell no. Nope. And then no, nope, nope, not going to do it. Nope, not going to do it. Because, guys, listen, I'm old, okay? I'm, I've broken bones. I've had some things happen. Yeah. And my body doesn't recover quite like it used to. So, you know, I had to clean out my closet. Now, bear in mind, 
She did the whole rest of the house, plus her room and all the kids' stuff. I just had my room, which in, which includes my closet, my bedroom, and my bathroom. That's mm-hmm. it. And I was sore for four days. Now, why was I sore for four days? Because she's old. And where are we sitting Oh, she had to sleep on the couch. And I have continued to have to sleep on the couch because I refuse to put all the stuff back in my closet only to have to take it back out. Okay, again. so we're too far ahead in the story, though, okay. because you yeah. haven't let me finish so the, first, the first part. So, they come on Monday to fumigate. So, I'm, I'm sure a lot of you are thinking, well, why didn't you plan this? On the week when you didn't have the kids. (laughs) And my thinking was, I can take the house apart on the week that I don't have the kids. On the week that I do, it'll be super easy because they're super easy going and they don't mind. And they're, you know, Mm -hmm. and then they can come and the kids can help me put things back. They love to be a part of Mm -hmm. the whole, like, rearranging of things. And then, um, and then the following week I can focus on just... Organizing. Um, organizing, cleansing, purging, and right. just relaxing. Now, at this same exact time, the a person that I work for went on vacation for two weeks. <laughs> so I offered to watch her animals extra for two weeks. So this week, I've been watching them. Now, next week, I'm going to watch them. The, the bug people are going to come again in two weeks. I got a call. When they came on Monday, which was this Monday that passed, mm-hmm. when they came on Monday and they want to come back in two weeks just to make sure that it's, like, good to go. Because, let me tell you guys, it's bad in this area. Well, apartment living yeah. in general. So, it's yeah. basically they did it once to eradicate what we had and then they're doing it again to make sure we don't get them back. Yes. So... Um, they're coming again next Wednesday. Now, I'm not going to put all that shit back, like she said, and then have to take it all back out. So we've been living half in the house. Um, luckily, though, she has let me sleep at her house. So I'm essentially house sitting. Your, your boss that you're working at. Yes. Before. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I've been working extra for her. I've been working. I've been st- I was started. I started early for two weeks. Um at work so I essentially have been running on basically willpower alone I haven't slept well in the last two weeks Mm -hmm. yesterday it finally came to a head because I was like finally I can rest I can relax it's Saturday I stayed over there so that I could have the morning to come over here and um you know do all the work that needed Mm -hmm. to be done and I did not sleep a mother freaking wink for two weeks. For two weeks, I haven't slept well. Mm-hmm. And last week, I hardly slept at all. And I got home on Saturday morning and had a mental breakdown. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I was like, there's no way I'm going to survive this. Mm-hmm. I'm so overwhelmed, blah, 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 blah. And of course, it's not just those three things the the pest control having them having to come again waking up early to go to work and and working extra it's the lack of sleep Mm -hmm. and um i was really stressed out about babysitting and then there were like 800 other things that happened in between that 
my work shoes broke this happened that happened yeah. this other thing happened all the little dramas that something happened. at work happened mm-hmm. that required oh. a lot of attention and and i found out about it way too late and it needed more time that i could give to it mm-hmm. And it was just a whole, like she said, clusterfuck. So my, yeah. And it was the same for me, essentially. So you can understand now why we didn't record last Sunday. Yeah. Short story long. Sorry, guys. You know we love you. But we really needed to not record and put out our pod last week. Yeah. And if you guys are wondering about my mental health, (laughs) I I got not a great night's sleep. But good enough. Mm-hmm. I woke up feeling refreshed. I woke up early in the morning. Right. Um, you slept in your own bed last I night. I slept in my own bed, That's... and I and I wasn't woken up every other hour. It's like yeah. having a newborn all over again. I was woken up every other hour by one animal in that house, mm-hmm. and it was just there's no. I can't live. There's no way I'm gonna survive this <laughs> next two weeks. Right. I am. And so I woke up this morning and a friend of mine was like, how are you feeling? And I was like, what more rested, but still, (laughs) Still. (laughs) but I feel like I have my wits about me, like a little less, like I'm losing my mind. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do, I am still feeling really overwhelmed. I still have a lot to do today. Kids are coming. There's a whole clusterfuck of something that happened this upcoming week that's going to be weird and um, stressful. So... You're yeah. welcome for recording this week, <laughs> even <laughs> though right. I literally have zero time. Well, and then, um, well, I was going to comment on something, but it's actually going to be my highlight, so I'm okay. going to save it. Okay. I'm going to save it. All right. Uh, I didn't think that I had a highlight, and now I do, so do. I'm really you excited about it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, uh, but yeah. other than that, uh, what else have you been... <laughs> You know, um, this this past week was a little trying for me. It was a little, um, you know, with everything going on at home, <laughs> you know. Um, don't worry, guys. The the relationship is still good. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when we say that, it's it's because the, the house, house is, is in, in disarray. Very much in disarray. Chaos. I'm sleeping on the couch, which isn't exactly the most comfortable couch to sleep on. Um, although I think I have discovered, may have discovered a way where I can sleep where I'm not falling in between the cushions. Um, I'll sleep on this part here that's the little bigger cushion on the chaise part of the sofa. Um, but, uh, yeah, I had a, not a close colleague, but a colleague that had been out on medical leave for, um, twice as long or about three times as long as we expected her to be gone Mm -hmm. and um monday this past monday was her first day back and so that was a little challenging because she um tends to kind of i i i two of my other colleagues and i stepped in and kind of took over her work for her so we split it three ways and she comes in and she's kind of trying to uh take it all back over uh-huh. And I, I just, I'm the type of person where I started it, let me finish it. Just keep your hands out, let me finish. So it was a little bit of a challenge, you know, kind of getting in the groove with her. Cause she and I don't necessarily see eye to eye, always. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, so just work. Um, had lunch with a very good friend on Wednesday. If you're listening, hey, <laughs> you know who you are. Um 
and uh, uh, saw an old friend Wednesday night. <laughs> Got pulled over by the cops. Oh, she's <laughs> breaking the law lately. Um, I, it was actually a miracle I was let go. I was actually let go. Um, I'm not going to divulge I was going to say, why. you can't s- I, I say can, that. Yeah, I cannot divulge why. Um, I was breaking the law, and I readily admit it. Um, so, mm-hmm. yeah, I will never do that again. So, uh, anyway, yeah. Yeah, was, she had a pretty crazy week. It was we, I, You know what I think? Insane. Yeah. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure my Mercury is in retrograde. I think Mercury is ramming Uranus. To be <laughs> I think like, so let's, too. Let's be honest. I mean, rude, right? So rude. rude. So rude. And <laughs> yeah, so it's just, I cried a lot this week. Mm-hmm. Like I try not to be a crier, and it was just like every time I turned around, I was crying about something. It was like, brick. Yeah. I just need to relax. And but you're you're a strong woman, and so you know that when it gets to the point where you're crying, it's 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 been, a lot it has it's been a build-up it is it, it usually is a build-up i'm yeah. a build-up crier where it's like <laughs> the smallest thing will break me well and the thing of it is is that like um i have a very small patio off of my um bedroom and everything that i have that isn't furniture or clothing well even then i have some clothing is out on my patio well i look like a freaking hoarder Okay, not only that, but we couldn't bring any of our crap inside because they were going to fumigate. And guess what happened? It rained. Rained. Yes, it rained. (laughs) And we were just like, you know, that's just one more thing Uh in a list of things that could have gone wrong. Yeah, yeah. It was a Murphy's Law kind of week. It was, yeah, it it was a bad, like, every time I turned around, somebody was kicking me. And it was just like... Ooh man! I'm just gonna say that that Murphy is a cold-hearted bastard. I know. Let me tell you. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, Murphy. Yeah, but things are getting a little more back on track. We yeah. have a little more time still where the house is gonna be in disarray. Um, but we've kind of come to adjust. We've adjusted to it. Ish. I Ish. haven't really adjusted to it because um, I haven't been here at night. Yeah. I'm here more than you are. Yeah. But I have just kind of like, okay, well. It is what it is. It is what it is. And, you know, thank God for Uber Eats. Yeah. (laughs) Because, and that's not a plug for them either. I mean, you use whichever Mm -hmm. one you use. But, um, yeah. Yeah, we use whatever will bring us the food that we want. Grubhub, Postmates. DoorDash. DoorDash. You name it. Mm -hmm. Chow. Chow, yeah. whatever. We name it. Yeah. We, I mean, we use it. Yeah. So we are not picky. Domino's, mm-hmm. Pizza Hut, Round Table, you name it. Mm-hmm. So anyway, should we get down to the murder? To the nitty gritty? Yeah. I mean, if you're done talking about the shit show of a lot, oh, the last God. two weeks that you've had. You know, we could spend a whole hour on just yeah. the shit show and it would, wouldn't be enough. 
I know. So, and I really don't think that our beloved listeners right. want to hear all about our Y'all got the shit Cliff show. Notes version. You got the Cliff Notes version because I tell you, every day it was something else. Every day it was something else. Every day it was something else. And it so. wasn't just like every day it was something else in the house. It was, it was something was wrong with the house. Then it was something at work. Then it was something in personal life. Then it was something back at the house. Right. Then again at right. work. And it was like right. there was no safe place there was no safe to go place. yeah 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 so all right so we are on episode four which means you go first yeah, because i can't even and i am odd <laughs> <laughs> okay well um the story that i am going to do is actually an unsolved murder wow lots of them it was a double murder oh man um and I especially like to focus sometimes on unsolved murders Mm -hmm. um, because I'm hoping that other people that are investigatory in nature will pick up on them and maybe we can bring these. Yeah. If it gets enough hits, no matter what, how or where it started, it'll get um, reopened again. Just like the Kristen Smart case. Right. Yeah. We need to get justice for these people. Um, For those of you that know us. You know we are both from Roswell, New Mexico. Um, So I actually um, sometimes focus, uh, if I'm at a loss for some things that I want to investigate or or want to look into, I go back to my old hometown. (laughs) Um, And I remembered uh, a double murder that happened back in 1984. Wow. Um, I was in high school when this happened, um, probably a freshman, I think. I'm old. God. Um, okay, so I'm going to start. This is the murder of Thomas, a.k.a. Cotton McKnight. Oh my God. I've heard. I was. Oh my God. You You told me about this one. Yes, yes I did. And I'm going to get to the conversation that I had with my police officer friend 10 years after this happened when we were coming back from a scuba diving trip. And he was a cop with the CHP, or not, not C, it's. Uh, NMHP. The, the State Highway Patrol in New Mexico. It's the same as CHP in California. Um, he was a cop and he helped investigate this crime. <gasps> Whoa, cool, so, man. Yes. So, uh, Thomas McKnight, uh, herein after referred to as Cotton. That was his nickname and that's what everybody knew him as. Uh-huh. On November 15th, 1984, a couple was found shot to death in their rural Lincoln County home. What did they get shot about? <laughs> we don't know. Oh, shit. Because it is unsolved. Oh, man. Um, Cotton McKnight had just had his birthday the day before. He was a lifelong native of New Mexico, having been born on November 14th, 1952, in Roswell. Ooh. He and his wife, the former Judy Lee Rickley, lived in Picacho. Picacho is literally... A post office. <laughs> Welcome you, to Picacho. You pass by it on Highway 70 West. If you blink, you missed it. And, and you come down out of a long hill, and it kind of curves around a little bit, and then you curve around another uh, big curve, because you're in the mountains at this point. 
And there's Picacho, the post office. Don't blink, you'll miss it. Um. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And there's only one guy who works there. Yeah. One time in the 90s, um, I got very sick. I had a mutant strain of the flu. Uh-huh. It was probably COVID back then, but we didn't know what COVID was. Um, I was very sick, and I drove a, v- a truck for a living back then, and I pulled over in the post office parking lot and took a nap because I was so sick. Oh, my I could gosh. not continue forward to get home. Wow. Yeah, I was that ill. Anyway, okay. Uh, the couple had been married since December 10th, 1977 at a family ceremony on their ranch. Cotton was a third generation New Mexico resident. His grandfather, Thomas Judson McKnight, and grandmother Nanny Potts McKnight had moved from Texas to Chavez County as early as 1910, two full years before New Mexico was even a state. Whoa. Yeah. So they lived there a really long time. Um, they had acquired ranch property near Ruidoso, which is 70 miles from Roswell. Picacho is about a third of the way from Roswell to Ruidoso. So if you're from California, 70 miles is like a two-hour drive. Two-hour drive. <laughs> In New Mexico, it's probably like an hour. An hour, hour and 20. Because it's all highway. All highway. But <laughs> from Roswell to Ruidoso... Two-thirds of it is mountainous yeah. driving, yeah. but it's so all four-lane. you got to be so. going a little bit slower. But yeah. yeah. Um, where was I? Oh, yeah. Cotton's father, Joe William McKnight, and his mother, Avalon May Russ McKnight, were sheep ranchers in the same general area as Judd, or Thomas Judson McKnight, the patriarch, had ranched. According to the New Mexico Department of Public Safety cold case files... Cotton and Judy ran the Upper McKnight Ranch in southeastern Lincoln County. They were found shot to death, execution style. Oh my god, that's terrifying. In the kitchen of their home. Each had been last seen alive two days earlier. The reports also stated that there was no sign of forced entry, indicating that the victims likely knew the person or persons who shot them. Mm-hmm. Now... I got to tell you, this is not an area where vagrants and transients, because it's in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah, you got to know. You have to know where you're going mm-hmm. to get to the Upper McKnight Ranch. Now, I don't know if I'd ever been there or not. I don't think I have. But out in these boondocks, you don't just happen upon a house. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. You have to know where you're going. Unless you want to waste your time. So Right, right. <clears throat> Cotton's obituary stated that he was a rancher and a member of several civic organizations, including the Ru- Ruidoso Masonic Lodge, Elks Lodge, the York Rite Bodies, and Ballot Abiyad Shrine, the Fraternal Order of Eagles, and New, New Mexico Wool Growers Association. He served as chairman of the Lincoln County Commission from 78 to 82. His wife, Judy, was a homemaker and had lived in Picacho since their wedding in 1977. She was a native of Colorado, having been born in Longmont on February 17, 1946. Their funeral service was held at the First Baptist Church, and they were interred at South Park Cemetery in Roswell, which was the cemetery that was right by our house. When oh, we lived that creepy in Roswell. Ass place. Yeah. 
You had to drive by it to get to our house. (laughs) Even as a child, driving past that cemetery creeped me out. I have a lot of friends buried in that place. Oh, yeah? So, as of today, 33 years later, the case is still classified as a cold case. The initial investigation was performed by the Lincoln County Sheriff's Department and the New Mexico State Police. Lincoln County convened an investigative grand jury but was unable to return an indictment. According to New Mexico Department of Public Safety, no suspects have been publicly identified. Now, I had a conversation with my police officer friend. And he said they are so positive they know who did it. Now, no names were named, so I can't give you any. I'm not going to. I was going to say you can't. Even if I. Even if you wanted to. Even if I knew one, I wouldn't put it on here. Yeah. But I don't know any. I literally am But they're pretty, pretty sure they know who did it. And my friend said, it's not what you know. It's. It's what you can prove. Mm -hmm. And he said, they know who did it. They know who did it. They just can't prove it. Frick. Here's the thing. By now, that person is probably dead. Mm-hmm. So, um, a 1985 article. Hang on a second, guys. I'm sorry. I'm on my <laughs> She doesn't computer. have paper this time. Yeah, I don't have paper this time, and, and I'm not using a mouse, so I'm a little uh, old when it comes to this stuff. A 1985 article in the Ruidoso News discussed the case and included several quotes from District Attorney James Weldon, where he named several possible conflicts between the District Attorney and the Lincoln County Sheriff's Department regarding their respective approaches to the investigation. Suspects who may have been identified and the possible inadmissibility of evidence and other aspects of the case. Whether the conflicts hindered the solving of the case, we may never know. So, it sounds to me like they know it, but they can't prove it. But they can't prove it because somebody fucked up somewhere. Mm-hmm. And they're not saying who, when, why, how, There was where. evidence that was tampered with mm-hmm. or thrown away. Or thrown away. Or messed or, up. And or... you know, bear in mind, back in 1984, there wasn't, Mm-mm. you know, DNA evidence. We didn't have those kinds of crime-solving things. So I wonder what kind of, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? <laughs> Uh, evidence that you know i wonder what kind of things that they collected that would still be in storage that they could use bring that stuff out i mean it sounds to me like any dna evidence they had may have been destroyed or lost or thrown Mm -hmm. out or whatever Mm -hmm. which is why they can't prove who did it because now they'd be able to run the dna and figure out who did it they Mm -hmm. could use genealogy genealogical Mm -hmm. dna Mm -hmm. and put a family tree together Mm -hmm. or they might just get a hit off of codis which is how they found the golden state killer was through the genealogy yeah yeah and there's actually i watched a video today of um a a handful 
Gorilla Murders that also got solved by genealogical DNA. And that's so awesome. Yeah. So awesome. Yeah. So yeah. cold case murders, mostly, you know, yeah. your typical standard white boy issue. Right. Um, <laughs> and I know that this story is really short and there there isn't a lot of... Um, so they don't know yeah. why he or she or yeah. they... Yeah. They don't know why. Them. They don't know with... But to my knowledge, they don't know with what other than a gun. They were shot execution style. Yeah, well, they would know but what, they what don't, kind of gun. Yeah, they don't know who. Well, they you think know. they know who. Right. But right. they don't know why. But they don't know why. And they can't prove it. And, yeah. So, it's a shitty, shitty deal. But the statute of limitations never runs out on murder. Yeah, so, well, hopefully that guy's dead. Uh, I mean, at the very least, he's no longer living. Well, and here's the thing, is... Or if she. he's if he or she or they are dead, then they live the rest of their lives and got away with the murder. I know. I know. And we want to know who killed Cotton. We want to know. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Seriously. Well, I mean, I guess if it hasn't been released, then that person's still alive. Because wouldn't they release it and be like, hey, we were pretty sure it was this dude who died. I don't think they could. Because no, because be it's... Decimation. Yeah. Frick. Yeah. All right. Well, that sucks. Yeah. Um, is that the end of your story? It is. Okay. So I I get the one. Um, we used to call it heavy hitter, and heavy hitters refer to like actual serial killers, like the big guns, like yeah. you know Dahmer and Bundy and Gacy, and you know a lot of these serial killers have been getting a lot of fame lately because. Um, they put out, you know, one documentary and it gets really, really big. So they're like, oh, well, let's try another one and see where it goes, you know. And and we're not going to do those guys, at least not now anyway. Because yeah. Because they get enough publicity. They get enough publicity. Enough people have um, heard about them. And so I might, there's one that I might do that um, is pretty, he's a heavy hitter. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. I have one in my arsenal. Yeah. That's a heavy hitter. Just, you know, if I yeah. ever, if, 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 you know, stuff ever comes to a head and, and, and like we're super busy or whatever and we're going to go ahead and record, but I haven't done anything, I have one in my arsenal. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I, now it's just like the most quote unquote interesting story, mm-hmm. right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of the times like I go last, but her story was more interesting, but I, it was just, I don't know. That's just how we set it up. Right. She's odd. So she goes first on odd numbered episodes. Mm-hmm. I'm e- I can't even. So I go last on, um, even, even episodes. episodes. So it's my turn is what I'm trying to say. Yes. I don't know where I was getting off on that, but, um, I'm, I want to talk a, about my highlight. <laughs> you were getting off on a tangent. I, I was. I want to talk about your highlight too, because you were like, Okay. Um, you're different from when you left earlier. Today. Oh, because I had a really good time. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, so I um, posted a hint on our Instagram mm-hmm. of what generally I would be doing. Mm-hmm. So do you have any general idea of what the hint that I posted is? My inkling is that you are posting about maybe someone who leaves their mark on on a crime scene who leaves you know like they have a, allegedly a, a, allegedly um 
they they write something on the wall or yeah. they take a, a token of some sort they paint the vic- their victims toenails of <laughs> right. you know something like that but they leave their mark yeah yeah so like, did i get it yeah i mean you did but um you're gonna find out why it's not like for sure for sure in a minute so if you saw on instagram um my post and you know anything about true crime television you know that i posted a picture of red john's signature smiley face Mm -hmm. and red john is a character in the tv show the mentalist that we've been talking about that we have been watching and now we know who red john is <laughs> I knew and i john was shook yeah my shook. thing is, is that i had known and but she didn't know because i had seen the episodes so it was so hard I, it, for me. and you know what she never gave it away it was so she hard never for gave me it away keep my mouth shut and not point it out and not you know yeah yeah. But I was really proud of myself because he was on my list of suspects. Yes, he was. However, I was having a really hard time because Red John, if you know anything about the mentalist, Red John killed the main character, Patrick Jane's wife and child. Mm-hmm. And so Patrick Jane joins the police force as a consultant so he can try and track down Red John and kill him himself, right? And I was like, I don't get why Red John would kill his wife and child and kept forgetting that it was because Patrick was like, Red John's a pussy, basically. Mm-hmm. And there was no connection before he right. said that public publicly Definitely. on his mm-hmm. television show. Mm-hmm. And so that's why um, it was such a big deal to Patrick Jane. So anyway, to pay homage to finding out who Red John was... I decided to do something similar and do the smiley face killers <gasps> or theory. I haven't heard this one. So. As I listen with rapt attention. Right. If you know anything <laughs> about the smiley face killers theory, mm-hmm. you'll know that it's um, a string of drownings that happened in the same-ish place and allegedly in the area of those drownings there was a smiley face nearby oh shit so it's a theory because it can't really be proved and i'm going to tell you all the evidence and tell you the whole story right now so here we go so this is kind of where this was kind of the catalyst that made it like really take off So, 24-year-old William Hurley called his girlfriend the night of October 8th, 2009. He was going to go home. These are recent? Yeah. I love it. Well, this is the catalyst. It happened previously, but this is the thing that really kind of, like, solidified. Yeah, this is what kind of got it going. Love it. Um, Please continue. Yeah, his girlfriend, Claire Mahoney. um, He was a Navy veteran. He had been out at work all day, and... Um, he wanted to just go home. So I guess she was going to come and pick him up and uh, take him home. But when she showed up to the location that he sent her, he wasn't there. Hmm. And so, um, six days later, his body was found in the Charles River. The cell phone that he had called her with had been smashed nearby and um there wasn't really anything that they could do about it so they just ruled it a um undetermined drowning mm. 
and uh, they had no evidence of foul play or anything, you know. So everybody else around in his life was like, "No, bitch!" Like, no way. Did yeah, he drown. no way did he drown, right? And so, um, you know, they were like, "Well, what about the freaking cell phone that was damaged?" Like, you know. Mm-hmm. And then there were a little bit of indications of blunt force trauma, and um, he had high levels of GHB in his system, commonly known as the date rape drug. So he wasn't the first college-age male to disappear from that area um, and die under suspicious circumstances. I don't word usually, so. (laughs) I don't math. Um, yeah, I don't math either. Um, so a decade before Hurley disappeared in Boston, Patrick McNeil vanished after stumbling out of a bar in 1997 on New York's Upper East Side. McNeil was missing for more than a month before his body was found floating in the East River, and his death was later declared an undetermined drowning. But Kevin Gannon, one of the detectives who investigated McNeil's case, didn't agree with the official ruling on his death and promised the deceased parents that he would find them answers. More than 20 years later, he's still trying. Wow. So, um, so now he's retired, Gannon. Mm-hmm. And, um, there's also former NYPD detective Anthony Duarte and Lee Gilbertson, um, they've all banded together, and, uh, it says they're called, uh, have called an epidemic of college-educated young white men who have disappeared from nights out with friends and were later found dead in local rivers, so they've band together, and they're trying to figure out why all these white dudes are disappearing. Um, I, I just, I'm gonna interrupt you for just a second, and forgive me for saying this. It's kind of refreshing that it's not women being <laughs> murdered. I'm sorry. Yeah. That these men have lost their yeah. lives. I'm not. I'm not demeaning that. Usually, but it's, it's women. Usually, women. Yeah. So uh, most of these cases that they have been investigating have been ruled accidental or undetermined drownings, um, with many blamed on alcohol consumption. So like. They just, like, they were drunk, they climbed in, they went to go take a piss, and they fell in and drowned, you know, allegedly. That's what all these rulings have been mm-hmm. um, for these men. I just kind of find it highly unlikely that a drunk guy could stumble far enough from a bar to Why not a just river. pee on the, around the right. corner? from a bar to a river to drown. I and, just don't, it's unlikely. Yeah, and some of these ones... Um, these men would have had to, like, climb fences or go under, you know, like, actually put effort into getting in close to the river right. in order to pee, fall in, and drown. And one of them was, a, like, an athletic swimmer. Yeah. So they, people are like, no, there's no way he just accidentally drowned. He's an athlete. Yeah. You know, so that's one of the theories behind there being an actual serial killer. So... Um, since 2008, Gannon, Duarte, and Gilbertson have argued that these deaths are instead the work of a gang-like organization of domestic terrorists, what has been coined the smiley face killers because of happy face graffiti found at purported crime scenes. So this is a lot like the storyline of The Mentalist, too, because, Mm -hmm. um, 
it ended up kind of being this, the same situation right. with Red John. I don't want to, like, go too much into it because right. if people are, like, eight seriously intrigued, I don't want to ruin it for them. Right. But, yeah, kind of, like, the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, not, uh, not, like, they have more connections in the mentalist right. is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so... According to the trio, these men didn't drown but were instead targeted, kidnapped, and murdered by dangerous criminals who remain at large and continue to kill. The detectives believe the crimes are motivated by jealousy and reflect a coordinated effort to go after men that the killers perceive to be privileged, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. who Gannon characterized as the best of the best, quote-unquote. It's, it's this ongoing threat with more deaths that fit the profile occurring each year that keeps the smiley excuse me, face murder theory alive and led to, um, excuse me, the Oxygen series that they have, the Smiley Face Killers, The Hunt for Justice, which Mm. premiered in January, um, 2019. Mm, So, um, of course, it's a good idea. It's, you know, everybody's like, yeah, it sounds pretty cool. Like, you know, a band of people who are like, hey, fuck rich white men and right. killing all of them. Right. Um, <laughs> but let's not do that. Yeah. You know? But it's not really cool that <laughs> they're doing we, that. Yeah. But How about we not do that? <laughs> the idea of it being, there being a serial killer is intriguing, yeah. but a lot of people believe that it's just these people are dumbasses and don't know how to drunkenly pee into a river is essentially what they're saying. Um, so... Sorry, I'm going to skip over because it's talking about some other stuff that's not important. Um, (laughs) So when Gannon, Duarte, and Gilbertson publicly announced their theory about the smiley face killers in 2008, they claimed to have identified more than 40 potential murders that had been labeled accidental or undetermined drownings. Since then, they have developed additional physical evidence and perhaps most notably expanded their database of potential victims of the smiley face killers to 335 cases of suspicious drownings like the Hurley guy that died. Oh my gosh. 300 and how many? 35. Holy cow! Suspicious drownings. That's a lot! But, um... Their evidence goes way beyond circumstantial. So it's like, I they're mean, like. Yeah, that's a little too much to be a it's coincidence a theory. that 335 yeah, it's a theory. rich white guys. But I mean. <laughs> stumbled I know, right? in a river. <laughs> I mean, if that many white men were going missing, let's just be real here. Mm-hmm. More people would be doing something about it. Mm-hmm. Just saying, mm-hmm. if they were going murdered and missing and murdered, more people would be trying to do something yeah. about it. So, um, so a lot of things that don't really make sense is, um, some of the decomposition of the bodies. It's inconsistent with the time they went missing and the time they found the bodies. Hmm. Um, so there's one Dakota James who was missing for 40 days but showed decomposition of only around three days. Todd Gibb, who had been missing for 21 days, but so showed disco- decomposition of around two and a half days. Ooh. Gannon also noted that presence of land insects, lividity patterns, and the lack of bloating associated with the recovered remains suggests that the victims died on land, not in the water. 
um, the, te- the detectives also pointed out the occurrence of a particular chemical, GHB, mm-hmm. um, in 99.9% of the cases. Um, though GHB isn't typically included on post-mortem toxicology tests, many families of suspected smiley face victims have either requested that the coroner test for this chemical during the autopsy, or, um, they sent samples for them to test themselves from the bodies. Um, and so they heavily believe that this means that they were drugged, abducted, murdered, and then placed in the water. So, well, if they, if the cause of death would be drowning, surely they would have tested their lungs for yeah. water. Well, yeah. And, and like they were saying, the lack of bloating, too, because mm-hmm. when you die, your body absorbs the water and you'll, mm-hmm. um, like, your your, gases, ugh, yeah. you'll blow and like your skin elasticity will change mm-hmm. if they, if you've been in the water for a while, when they pull you out, your skin's just going to come with right off so um they wholeheartedly believe these people were abducted and then murdered later and then basically thrown in the water um and then there's also the 13 symbols including the smiley face graffiti that have been located near what they believe to be the crime scene so they think that um the crime scene happened here and then the body you know obviously it's gonna float down river Um, so as for why these deaths haven't been labeled homicides, Duarte points to a disconnect between the police and the medical examiner's office, noting that each division is often looking to the other for cues on how to proceed. The medical examiner says, we don't know exactly how he died, so we need to wait for the police to let us know. And the police say the medical examiner isn't calling it homicide, so we're not going to make it a homicide. This type of coordination can pose challenges not only at the departmental level, but also at the jurisdictional level, as cases where victims are found in rivers often require collaboration between state and local agencies. With more pressing investigations taking priorities, the investigators feel that many of the cases were either overlooked or wrapped up too quickly. So they were like, he's stupid and he drowned. Like, what's, you yeah. know, and just everybody's just like, no, we're saying this. No, we're saying this. And then they're not saying this. And it's just a clusterfuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Um, there's other reasons that the police haven't dug past accidental drownings is um, the evidence of the smiley face killers. Um, there's like literal no evidence it's nothing more than a conspiracy conspiracy theory like they have no there's no like nobody's like no (laughs) you know there's nothing right well because it's i guess it would be hard to say that you know each particular smiley face might look different and it's graffiti Mm -hmm. probably graffiti could be you know Mm -hmm. and it doesn't you know, everybody draws a smiley face, and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, gosh. Yeah, so there's no physical evidence of a serial killer. Um, they haven't been able to collect any kind of DNA other than, you know, the body. Mm-hmm. And, um... The... There was no, like, signs of torture or strangulation or inexplicable blunt force trauma or other evidence that could point to homicidal drowning. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so everybody was like it's it was an accident wow yeah that's crazy um there's a lot of like stuff in here that's not really look i took no time to go through this and um yeah i know make we've, it my own we've so been busy. we've been busy i'm gonna i'm reading ahead a little bit and then you know trying yeah. to keep conversation between the two of us but i just right. don't want to talk about things that aren't important you right. know um And for the GHB, they're saying it could just be the chemical process of decomposition. and uh, Or they took it willingly. Yeah. So. And then also issues with their their personal testing process. Because mm-hmm. they, could, mm-hmm. they could do it and yeah, sure. add some and pretend that, you know, just yeah. to boost their theory. Yeah. Um... So, yes, like you were saying, the smiley face graffiti is in variation in style, size, and timing. And um, some of them appear to have been painted long before the deaths occurred. Um, So, there's, like, no consistency in the location or what they look like. They're all different. And there's... They're all post a picture because there is a picture. Um, It's at the top here. I'll scroll up so you can see it. Oh, maybe it's not. Maybe it's... Here it is. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, they are all different. But all of them are different. Like, not one single one has a similar pattern to it. Yeah. So. Very, very different. Yeah. Wow. Um. Well, and maybe that was on purpose. Yeah, it could have been on purpose, <laughs> but also it appears to be there longer than the crime. Yeah. So, um. So they're and they're only able to estimate where the body went into the water, so it's not possible to know exactly where the crime actually happened, you right. know? Because yeah. the body could have been could have been floating for, for from freaking Mexico for all we know, you know, not possible obviously, right. but yeah, um, Canada. We'll say Canada because they're sure. north. <laughs> yeah, because they're from they're in New York, some of them. So, um. Yeah, they, you're, they're like, there's no, um, so according to a 2015 report by the Center for Disease Control, the CDC says (laughs) the two leading causes of death for white males under the age of 44 are accidents and suicide. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking males are always doing something so stupid and it gets them killed every time or seriously injured Uh that's why i laughed you guys because one of the leading causes is accidents and i'm like yeah i know a lot of males under the age of 44 and they've all been in serious accidents or they (laughs) hurt themselves how is it it also that um this is like male privilege yeah. Like, the leading cause of their death is an accident because you guys were being stupid. The leading cause of a female is... A, murder? Is murder. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Homicide or yeah. um, domestic violence. Right. You know, homicide from and, domestic violence. And yeah. so, yeah. <laughs> being killed by men. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And they also... The CDC also says that men ages 30, 18 to 34 are most likely to binge drink. Um binge drinking is twice as common among men as it is among women and it risks the risk include unintentional injuries uh yeah like perhaps hitting a high schooler 
in a car and ruining her entire athletic career. <laughs> yes. Her professional benchwarming career. Uh-huh. Yeah, I wonder who you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, and not all of them were in college towns. All, not all of the deaths were in college towns because they were saying it was like college yeah. kids. Um, let's see here. Um, and I guess there were some, some near drowning victims that survived and, uh, whose testimonies pointed to dares, suicide attempts, and most commonly accidents. (laughs) Um, so they, of course, Gannon, Duarte, and Gilbertson are like, nah, bro, it's totally smiley face killer. Like, there's a serial killer for sure. Um... And, uh, they, they are trying to, you know, they're still doing this, the date rape drug, the insect presence, the decompositions rates, the presence of the graffiti. Um, so essentially they're getting laughed out of everywhere they go to try and investigate this murder. Wow. It's largely dismissed by crime experts and law enforcement officials. Some do give credence, credence to their theory. Um, and, uh, but not everyone, obviously, you know, so a lot of other people are, um, also trying to, like, band together and help them make this an actual thing, even though there's literally no evidence, so it's up to you to decide, uh, if you really think that there is a, um smiley face killer but I lost my place which is why I'm trying to which is why I'm just like talking (laughs) uh yeah I mean it's really not that big of a a thing my um my thing was I wanted to do something from Red John it's still recording (laughs) We might have lost some of the recording. I closed the computer because I was like, I'm done. And then um, it pro- I probably lost some of that recording, but it's still playing now. So, But anyway, yeah, that was the theory of the smiley face killers. Um, for the longest time, I actually believed it was a thing um, until I heard it covered on a couple podcasts oh. and read a couple articles on it and was like, huh, I Were wonder. Were dismissive of it? Um, they, they talked about the cold hard facts, like there's no evidence, the bodies were this way, it just... They could have been one-offs. Yeah. You know. It could have just been all one-offs, or accidents, you know, drunk men are stupid. (laughs) I'm, I mean, I hate to sound like I'm man bashing, but tell me where I lied in any of that, (laughs) so... I have yet to be around a man who is in the who is inebriated and making smart decisions. Exactly. <laughs> Hold my beer is a thing yes. for a reason. Yeah. There's a reason why that's funny. <laughs> There's a reason. Exactly. We came from that. <laughs> exactly. So, um, so, naturally, yeah. we can't end the podcast yeah. sounding with deep, dark, and depressing right. things like death and you know yeah. all that other stuff yeah. so we dubbed this next segment the highlight so tell me what your highlight was this week well 
I'm gonna scoot yeah, scooch the microphone on over. a little closer to me because we have added a family member. Oh yes, we have. Yes, I have a niece who was pregnant, and um, she actually had her baby over a week ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and this was another part of the reason why we didn't record oh, yes. last week um, because. There were complications. Lots of complications. Her water broke. Um, Baby was on time, not premature by any means. But um, complications with the baby after birth and then with her Mm -hmm. after birth. And it was touch and go for a little while. So we weren't real sure if we were going to have a new addition. Our new addition or our my niece. Yeah. Her cousin, Jenna's cousin. Um, and so it was kind of like it didn't, I wasn't in the mood, to yeah. be honest. I was yeah. so worried about them. Yeah. And was con- kind of concentrating all my energy on them. However, she is doing well and home from the hospital. And the baby Yay. is doing well. Baby is doing well. Um, so she had a baby boy. Mm-hmm. His name is Austin James Carter Tournay. He is a hyphenate because... Um, mom and dad are not married, but that's okay. They've been together for a really long Forever time. Forever and ever. And, I mean, they have a house together. I mean. Yeah. They, they have yeah. a dog together. They are completely committed to each other. Um, and, uh, he was seven pounds, seven ounces. He born with a full head of ginger red hair. Uh-huh. Oh, he is just the cutest little baby ever. There's a picture that they took of him within minutes of his birth where he looks like a grumpy old man. Yeah, he's like <laughs> not happy. Oh, but he is precious. And my sister, who is my only sister, um, this is her first grandbaby. Yep. And, um, the look on her face when she finally got to hold her grandbaby was priceless. Just the smile that she has. it And it just warms my heart because it makes me go back to the days when I first held my first grandbaby. Mm-hmm. And then my second grandbaby. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I'm pretty sure that's all I'm ever going to have. Yeah. And I'm okay Definitely. with that. Um, but yeah, so we have a new addition to our family. Yep, we do. So super exciting. Mm-hmm. And um, so yeah, that's my highlight. Nice. How about you? Well, if you were paying any attention in the beginning, you'd wonder, how the frick does she have a highlight this week? Right. <laughs> <laughs> what could be her highlight? Well, so I have a friend. Um who needed my assistance this morning and I was like yeah sure why not like I'll you know I offered to let them borrow my car because they needed jumper cables I was like you can take my car to go get some because I don't have any but um actually he was like why don't you be my uber driver and I was like okay sure whatever so we went to go and get some jumper cables at his parents house came back and tried jumping his car and it would not start so I was like you need a new battery he was not happy about how expensive the battery was on the way there he was like i think i'm gonna spend like 150 dollars and i was like no you're gonna spend more than that because yeah, <laughs> he has a very big truck 
And um, uh, so we well, went to... I wouldn't trust him with my car. You saw how he drives. I know. The reason why his car won't start was because he got in a car accident a couple weeks ago and needed to take it to the, the dealership. So anyway, I went to go help him get a battery because he's like, will you help me? Will you drive me to go get... A battery. Meanwhile, he has one of his daughters with him, so she's got to be carted around town too. And um, uh, oh yeah, it's not like it was a a a hassle to have her around. And even if she was young, it wouldn't be a hassle. I was just I was just saying for her to have to be drug around town, you know, to do basic you know adulting errands. Um, so we got a new battery, and he is not a mechanic, so. Luckily, your girl Jenna is-ish, yep. so I got to help out with the battery, which was a kind of a pain in the butt, because he has such a big truck, and uh, we finally got it in, but it wouldn't freaking start, <laughs> so it's just like another one hassle after another, but um, he was like, hey, well, you know, I told you about these plans that we had, like, why don't you come with? And uh, I'll buy you lunch as, you know, a thank you for helping me with the uh, mm-hmm. pain in the ass issue that was ha- happening. Mm-hmm. Could I? Could you imagine if that was my car that was having that issue? If I had to have somebody cart me around town to go and run all those errands for my car? Mm-hmm. I would be losing my mind right now. Oh, yeah. Because I'd be like, it's just one freaking thing after oh, another. Yeah. You probably would have had a mental break. <laughs> I would have had point. a mental break. Yeah. For sure. I'm like on the edge. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh. Shit needs to calm down mm-hmm. real fucking soon. Things I'm need saying. to start chilling out, mm-hmm. you know, real quick. But, um. So, um. I met, I met them for lunch and, um, we got to meet. Frankie got to meet the doggo. Uh-huh. And I got to meet the doggo, which. So cute. I just love meeting new doggos. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a, a wild ride. The two of them were kind of a pain in the ass during lunch because the other one was really, really anxious and really nervous because it was a new surrounding. Mm-hmm. He'd never been in that. And um, Frankie was just like, yo, yeah. this is chill. But then they would like try to play or nudge. You know how yeah. Frankie does the nose mm-hmm. booping? Mm-hmm. Um, they were just like, tangling up each other and then another dog showed up and there was barking and it was just like chaos but the pizza was good we had pizza (laughs) um there's a little place on the corner of um um you remember the area that i told you about earlier off of uh yes Mm -hmm. it's around that area oh okay okay you know the area i I try to avoid Mm -hmm. um and then we ended up going to a park close by in the same area that okay. I try to avoid in the exact oh area. Oh my god, are you kidding me? That I try to avoid. However, it was really fun walking the doggos and just it was windy and it was a little cold, but the sun was still out and it was warm and just walking the doggos down the trail and um yeah, it was really fun and like yeah, just yeah. Awesome. Being, being silly and cool. Frankie had a good time too. Yeah. That's all that matters. It's Frankie. <laughs> So yeah, awesome. that's it. Yeah, that's my highlight. I had a good Sunday afternoon. It was nice to just like get out and be hang out with a friend and yeah, um, get some exercise. <laughs> yeah, this morning we were gonna get up and go have go. There's a donut store. Mm-hmm. It just too, opened up not too far from where we live and within you know walking distance. And uh, we were gonna walk down to the donut store, and I was like, I just didn't want a donut and. All I wanted was coffee, 
and we finally decided to go to our favorite breakfast spot that uh-huh. we go to every weekend. Our local breakfast haunt. And we are like royalty. Royalty there. They know us. We they, get sat almost immediately. Immediately. They they see us coming. They uh-huh. know us by name. And um yeah, so uh so that was fun cuz that's kind of a, a thing that I like to do. Uh-huh. It's on Saturday mornings. Sunday mornings can go either way. Yeah. But Saturday mornings I like to start my day with having a nice big breakfast. Yeah. At our local <laughs> favorite breakfast place. Ever favorite breakfast place. Yeah. So yeah, that was uh that was my highlight this week. Um, yeah, great. Yeah, it was nice to wind down a little nice bit. Nice to chill for a little while. Now yeah. I'm having the, you know, the pre-work anxiety again because I still have mm-hmm. a lot of stuff to do and mm-hmm. just I'm going to have no time next week and just, you know, yeah, it's going to be hectic again. But it'll work won't be as hectic. But so. I feel like we will be better prepared because it's like, okay, we've already been through a week of it. And now we're we're better prepared. Mm-hmm. Now it's for the, the home stretch. Week. Yeah, we're in <laughs> we're the, the home stretch. Home stretch. We still have ten days yeah, until they a come whole back again. Week and a half. Whole week and a half. Um, but we've been in it. Uh, what? Uh, was it this week that they came? Yeah, they came on Monday, yeah. but last Friday right. was when I was taking the house apart. Right. So it's been two weeks since we haven't really had access to the house. So by the time we get full access to the house... It will have been almost a month. Right. And I don't know if, though, for those of you that don't rem- that may remember from season one, <laughs> we purged. We did. And this is, and, and Jenna and I were talking about this, this is like the final stage of the purge. Because we've thrown away the dishes, the glasses, the uh-huh. everything. And we're a lot restarting. of stuff got ruined in the rain, too. Yeah, and we're just restarting, starting. I mean, we, we kept a few things, obviously. Um, but it's just going to be nice to just, like, get a fresh Have less start. shit. And, yeah, a lot less shit. You know, and the best part about that is we have a lot of big black trash bags that are full of heavy trash (laughs) so screw you trash valet (laughs) so if you want to hear the story of ultimate pettiness we have a trash valet who comes and picks up our trash every single night um of course barring unforeseen circumstances or on holidays Um, so you set out your trash can that they gave you and they'll come and they'll take your trash out or you can just set the bag out and they'll come and take it out. And, um, the boxes you need to break down. Now, at first I was like, I'm paying a lot of money for this service that I don't even really want to use because the trash chute is like 20 feet away. Um, I'm paying a lot of money for this service. Like, why should I have to break down the boxes? Mm -hmm. If I just put all the trash in one box, there it is, you know? So... Um, they used to take them. Mm-hmm. I, it used to be no problem. And then, like, a couple months ago, they decided they weren't going to take the boxes anymore. And they kept leaving notes on the door. And mm-hmm. so I was like, okay, I'll do what you say. No problem, right? One of the solutions was, if you have a bunch of boxes, break them all down and put them in one singular box. Mm-hmm. I have worked with breaking down boxes before. I know that that's what makes it easier. It's easy lift. It's easy throwaway. However... When I did that, they took only the boxes that I had broken down and left behind the boxes that I hadn't broken down and and then had the audacity 
to leave a note on my door about breaking down boxes. Right. And the note had a picture of the boxes. The that well they had taken out yes, the Yes, they boxes, took out the flat spot flat but, boxes but and remember, left behind the full boxes. But remember too, there was another flat box that the full box was sitting on. They and they left, left that it. one too. And and it it was so it just I'm sorry, but you're taking out the trash. That's the trash. And you should take it how you get it. Mm-hmm. And um, so, petty level 10. I was like, what if we buy giant black trash bags and instead of breaking down the boxes, we just fill the trash bags with boxes? Because one of the options was you can either break down the boxes but everything has to be in trash bags. You can break them down and leave them out, but mo- everything else needs to be in trash bags. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, they, they they couldn't say that I couldn't put full-ass boxes. Right? So... So, we bought a whole bunch of black trash bags, and we fill them with our empty boxes. That we don't break down. Right. So, fuck you, trash ballet. <laughs> yeah. So, that's our level 10 yeah. pettiness. Yeah. Level 100... Yep. thousand prestiged mm-hmm. yep it's over nine thousand <laughs> all right anyway um if you love us let us know yeah we'll see you next week yeah wait hold on let's let's hold, let's plug ourselves here oh. so we want to follow us uh like comment uh instagram we are at high crimes underscore podcast facebook high crimes underscore podcast uh, you want to send us an email? We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear tips, tricks. Um, any, if any of you are podcasters and yeah. you want to give us a tip on things that we could do better or things that we need to not do at all, um, send us an email. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Highcrimes underscore podcast at yahoo.com. And, um, you know, subscribe, print, email, copy, paste. <laughs> snail mail you know carrier pigeon whatever we would love to hear from you and we would love to know that you guys are out there and that you're listening yes one thing i forgot to add to my highlight was i got this message that said you saved the day so i sent the um the meme of elastigirl saying leave the saving of the world to the men (laughs) i don't think so (laughs) i don't think so so you're welcome Good night, everybody. Bye.